Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Tim. This is Tyler. What's going on, guys? All right, so you want to hop right into this week's matchups? Yeah, we might as well. All right. Um, so... As you guys know, I've kind of been struggling the last couple of weeks. I've lost uh, three in a row, and this week's no different. I got my ass kicked again this week for no good reason. Um, good reason. <laughs> there's no good reason. I don't care it's what you want to say. No. Um, but it looks like I am going to lose this. Well, not looks like I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this week um, roughly 172 to 126. Uh, <laughs> we, I, I mean, what? The guy I'm playing right now has got these. DK Metcalf going. Um, it's Monday night, so that's the we were waiting to see where that goes. But um, that looks like what it's going to be so far. But I mean, I had a real tough week again this week. I, I, for whatever reason, I just can't seem to get that um, get a player that's just going off. I, I mean, I had Matt Ryan this week who had a solid day. He kind of pulled it together at the end of the week. Um, Mike Evans again doing nothing. Yeah. It just didn't seem like really anybody but Barbara. The- if you would, if you would have asked me who was going to go off this week in Tampa, whether it was going to be Godwin or Evans, I would have never guessed Peyton Barber. Yeah, I mean he hasn't really even been that involved. You no, had I mean, Rojo there. Yeah, the- Rojo's been been the lead back there. Yeah, I mean I got solid days out of Cooper, um, DJ Moore. Barkley had an okay day at fourteen. Um, Bell did I mean, nothing. Henry Barkley, Hunter Henry did nothing. Yeah. Yeah, gladly um, that was all Keenan Allen for the most part. But. I was worried about playing Tariq Hill this week because I wasn't sure how the hammy was going to be. But you didn't have anybody scoring your bench either. No, but Five, even four, then two, he three, did nothing. Four. He went for 10. And then I got nothing out of Zane Gonzalez this week. For, for some reason, the Rams decided to play defense, so they didn't score. They had one touchdown all game. Yeah. <laughs> and then New England obviously got their ass handed to them. Um, they had two points, so I had nothing this week. And a week that really I needed to... Um, so, so I didn't have to be hoping and praying right now to get that number two spot. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 locked in at three. Yeah, uh, at least three. If, at least three. There's an outside no, shot that I can no, grab the two. You're gonna lose this week. He's eight and four. You're seven and five. Oh, you're right. So he, you're both just gonna drop down a game. Yep. He's still gonna have the one yeah, he's game. He's gonna have the game ahead of me. Yep. So looks like you're playing in week one of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna so. My matchup, so I'm locked in at the one seed where I rightfully belong. No, oh. um, so Mahomes had an okay day, not not a Mahomes like day, but you know enough. Uh, in our league, he scored 29. Keenan Allen had 19. Um, Nothing on us, Watkins. So that hurts. Yeah, uh, that really hurts. That's going to be the difference between you winning and losing this week. It's going to be. Yeah, I mean, we're mid game right now, and I have Carson going, and I'm down five. So there's an out shot. Ooh, what a catch! There's an outside shot that I end up um, winning. Um, right now, I'm down one forty one to one thirty five. So I mean. Carson scores a touchdown or gets a couple good, you know, 10, 15 yard plays, and I'm, I'm, st- but again, I'm locked you're in. You're still the one alive, spot. but you definitely get the one spot, that's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, Watkins gave me zero, Sanders gave me t- uh, eight, McCaffrey actually had a human day, and at 17. <laughs> um, Tariq Cohen, who I had projected as having a pretty good day, uh, because he went on Thursday, I put him at the running back spot. Because yep. I wanted to keep the flex spot in case something happened to somebody. Mm. Um, Waller at 17. Carson's playing right now. And he's having a solid day with 16 points already. <coughs> yep. Um, Crosby at 8. And then Pittsburgh's defense has 13. Um, which 
I saw a stat today that was actually pretty cool. Over the last 10 games, the Steelers are first in takeaways. Yep. First in QB hits. Okay. First in passes defensed. Yep. First in forced fumbles. Okay. First in fumble recoveries. Wow. Second in interceptions. Second in sacks. And tied with defensive touchdowns with three. Yeah. The sacks actually surprised me the most because I was looking at it today too. And... um they're only second behind San Francisco right now, and I think it's close, maybe one or two. I'm not really surprised, though, because you know Bud Dupree's a real solid player, and then T.J. Watt is an animal. I just didn't see them coming on like this this year. It, it, that really surprised me with them. Yeah. Um, I was high on them coming into the year. I've had them since week two. Um, week one, I, I, I streamed a defense because I didn't like Pittsburgh playing against New England, um, which I'm actually glad they I didn't start them because they ended up with zero points. But pretty much the they had one game where they scored one point. Other than that, they've had at least seven points and a couple 20-point games in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're right up there with New England's defense as being the, one of the two better teams in the, in the uh, entire league as far as scoring defense is concerned. Sure. But again, on my bench, I had Julio that actually ended up out on Thursday night against uh, in a shootout with New Orleans. Uh, I held on to Will Fuller this week because I didn't really have anybody that I wanted to pick up. Uh, he ended up only getting me 1.8 points. Dak went uh, had a very good day as usual with 43. It's actually kind of interesting because he's the number two ranked quarterback in fantasy this year. And yeah, I, and who? Jackson? Is Jackson number one? Yeah, Lamar Jackson. But um, it's a coin flip if I want to play him or, or Mahomes going forward. Because to be honest of how with good you, Dak has Dak's been. been outstanding lately. Yeah, I'm, it's... it's I, I'm, it's a very easy problem to have where I have two of the better quarterbacks in football. Yeah, it's a good but, problem. And then I have, a good problem. I still have Mac out. Um, <laughs> I have to hold on to him because if he comes back, obviously, it, it looks he takes like he, he's practicing already. Yeah, so I mean, he could very well be back anytime yeah. soon. Fitz had a solid day with 12, 6 for 56. And then Penny is still playing right now. He just scored his second touchdown a couple minutes ago. He has 26 points in our league. Yeah. Um, if I would have started him over Carson, I would have. I'd already locked in at a win. But you know, he had a solid day from Edelman. Uh, Kyler Murray had an okay. Uh, actually, not not a very good day in our, uh, for a, a league that scores like ours does. Chark had a bad day. Godwin had a bad day. Ingram had a bad day. Jordan Williams had a bad day. Ertz had a bad day. The only players that really performed for him, other than those, uh, other than Edelman, was Parker went Devontae off. Parker with thirty. Parker went off. Uh, Greg Zunerlein, Greg the Leg had nine, and then New Orleans defense had nine sacks against Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's got sixteen points. Um, you know, it's. He had James White on his bench go for 38. He had D.D. Westbrook go on his bench for 19. Goddard had 13. He started Ertz over Goddard. A lot of people said that he should have, that, you know, some people thought you should start Dallas over Ertz. I I was one of those, especially with Ertz coming up with the hamstring midweek. I was surprised he even played, to be honest with you. He ended up getting scared of the New England defense and started Kyler over Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that hurt him too. They almost, he almost doubled he Kyler, should, Kyler's points. He should have lost just based off the fact that the four best players on his team, well, um, three of the four best players on his team, all on his bench. Yeah. He didn't deserve to win that game just because he made bad decisions overall. But 
you know, hopefully Carson pulls it out uh, for me so that, I mean, I don't need the win. I'm more worried about, again, the points lead. So as of now, I've outscored you by nine points this week. Uh, I already had to say you're up eight. I'm up three, I think. It's it's close. I'm up three. So that put me up 12 going into the playoffs. I have a bye next week, but I say it again, just because I have a bye, I still have to no, set the No, you definitely have to set the lineup to keep the points. points yep. uh, in a normal league where it isn't as. I'm at 1968 for points. You're at 1965 going into this week. Third place is 1820. So, no, so it's a two-way race between us. You have 145 us. points on number, the third-place team. Yeah. Um, so it really is just a two-way race. Yeah, I've, it's we've been running away with it since week two. Kyle was in it for a brief minute, but then he made some tough trades, and uh, and we'll get into get that the, later in the week. Yeah, he didn't get some. You know, we, we're gonna have an episode coming up with him soon, uh, kind of discussing. His growing pains. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put football it. football owner. Um, but, yeah, so that my matchup this week, hopefully Carson pulls it out for me so I can just have a little bit more bragging rights. I'm 9-3. and three. If I lose, I'm 9-4. and four. If I win, I'm 10-3. and three. Yeah. Uh, so, you're going to end up being 7-6. Seven 7-6, and six. Seven, six, that hurts. Outscoring everybody else in our league other than me by at least 145 points. How crazy is that? It's just the luck of the draw with that stuff. Well, yeah, and... It, you've had the mo- second most points against you this year. Mm-hmm. But That's what I mean. The, luck reason, of the, uh, the main reason why is because week one when we played, I set a, I set a fantasy record with fantasy points. I put up 225 points. Oh, yeah. That was a big week. You're and right. then the second time we played, I put up 205. So that's 430 points <laughs> that I put up on you in two weeks while other guys are getting 140 points against me yeah. each week. So realistically, but- you, you had an extra week because week one, I just literally everybody, everybody on my team scored over 20 except for my defense. Even my kicker did. Yeah, it was a ridiculous um, week. In my, and I had guys on my bench like, Derek Henry, who just went off, and it was, it was one of the most satisfying victories I've ever had as a fantasy. One <laughs> knowing that I and it's me, it makes it bad. so much better. I beat you two twenty five to one sixty two, um, and one sixty two wins pretty much just about every game this this year. That's been that's a good number to be putting up. In and this. that's with on my bench, I had somebody go for forty five thirty one. Marlon Mack had twenty eight. I had Dallas's defense go for six. That was the worst player on my team. Um, and I had drafted Dante Moncrief, who that was like my last pick of the draft. He was yeah. the only person on my bench that scored under eight points. But Needless to say, I took a beating in the points against, but I've been putting up a ton of points. Yeah. And I'm still in goddamn third place. And it's kicking my ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> Playoff matchup next week. Why don't you run through yours first, since you don't really have a matchup and you're just kind of setting up. So what? what so what I'm gonna what I'm gonna. Set I don't know what you're gonna do for a lineup. Um, I'm hoping Julio's back. Um, if he is, obviously I. You gotta start him. him. That's locked. Uh, I have Mah- uh, Mahomes against New England or Dak against Chicago. <laughs> I think you got to play Dak. On paper, they're not ideal, but Detroit just lit up Chicago yeah, with, their with third a seventeenth string. string quarterback. Yeah. You got to. Um, I think you got to start Dak there. <clears throat> yeah, it's. But again, I think Mahomes is going to want to really shove it in New England's face because of the playoffs. I don't think he's going to be able to. Yeah, I really don't. It's just uh, that's it's a tough decision to bench the most talented quarterback in football. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I you mean, know. you look at Oakland's a cheese grater for the most part, and 
and he, I mean, he didn't play outstanding this week, and I yep. think he's going to really struggle in New England with no run game and anything like that to, to balance it. They're just going to tee off on him, and I think it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Um, I have Pittsburgh's defense. I'm sticking with Crosby um, against Washington. Waller's my locked-in tight end for the rest of the year unless something happens. I have Carson, McCaffrey, Julio, Keenan Allen, and then... Wide receiver three, I have Emmanuel Sanders, Sammy Watkins, Will Fuller, or Larry Fitzgerald. I don't like Fitz this week against Pittsburgh. It's going to be a lot of Kirk with a lot of screen routes and stuff like that. That's very – and I think Drake's going to start getting more involved some yeah, more too. DJ's bound to wake up too. It's going to be a lot of underneath stuff because they, they, they're not going to be able to handle the pass rush in Pittsburgh. Um, Fuller against Denver, I see – him having an okay day, he again, he's one of those boomer bust guys. Yeah, no, he's gonna go for twenty, or he's gonna go for three. What I thought was interesting is that they didn't. Denver didn't have uh, Harris travel with Keenan Allen. So the thing with him is they they use the motto that San Fran did a lot, where they use left corner, right corner. Right. So he's taking locking down one half of the field. Yeah, he takes the left side, the quarterback's right handed side, right. and he's just no matter who's over there, he's it's it's like high school football where mm-hmm. you, you're the left corner, you're the right. Corner corner you yeah. stay there or wide side short side kind of thing but that's kind of he's never been, he's not a man up receiver where he's just going to lock down your number one no but I think that's kind of leading towards where Hopkins is going to have a big game this week too yeah they'll try to it, match up and take advantage of yeah. other corner I think typically they be. slide coverage that way but you know um Watkins against New England. I don't like it at all. I don't like him as a matchup at all because I think McCourty, Jason McCourty, if he comes you think back. he's going to be back this week? I think so, and I think he matches up well with Sammy Watkins' skill set. He's the bigger, broader corner. They just really haven't been using Watkins like I thought they would this year. <clears throat> yeah, he had a lot of injury issues after that 52-point game. Yeah, but, but I mean, with that kid, what was his name? Um, Hardman. Yeah, McCall or something like that. uh, I thought it was Daniel for some reason. But whatever, his last name was Hardman, the the rookie wide receiver coming on. And he's just like a... Like a like a track. It's Mecole. M E C O L E. Mecole? Yeah. Oh, Mecole. wow. That's a hell of a name. I, I say Mecole. But. but with him coming on, and then you got Hill on the other side, they're just burners. Yeah. And with Kelsey up the middle, he's just kind of become an afterthought, I think. Yeah. Well, that pretty much. I, I'm going to play around with it a little bit. I'm going to go, you know. Matters a lot of health because mm. again, if Julio is out, I, I that locks yeah, that in Sanders. Everything. And uh, if Marlon Mack comes back, I have to. Yeah, I'm actually going to sit him regardless. I don't like anybody against Tampa's run defense. Even McCaffrey oh, no, struggled been, against them. They've been swallowing guys up. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey had two. His two worst games were against Tampa. Um, but you want to go over yours? Yeah, so you're actually gonna have a game this week. Yeah, it looks like it. So, me being the three seed, like we said, um, I'm gonna play the six, and going by the looks of it, I'd say I'm gonna play Devin. Yeah, you agree with that? Yeah. Um, so his lineup, he's starting guys like, well, who is his? So he has Baker, or. Brissett for a quarterback. He's playing Brissett this week, so I'm going to assume that he's going to play Brissett again next week with Baker being hurt. Looked like he had a thumb or something of that sort. Um, I didn't catch all that game, but from what I saw, that's what it seemed like. So it looks like we're going to get Brissett. He's got Michael Thomas. He's playing Tampa, so that's who he's going to start. Yeah. Um... 
Michael Thomas, who obviously you get to play. Cortland Sutton. Um, against a leaky Houston defense. Yep. Um, <clears throat> probably stick Gallup. At probably his Gallup at three. three. That's what I was just looking at. Um, he's got Derrick Henry as his RB. Well, RB two really. Um, Dalvin Cook, which is something interesting to watch, because well, as we're watching this game, Cook went down. Looks like with a shoulder injury, yeah. so that could be huge he's on for the me. Sidelines, but he hasn't returned. Right. Um, a close and game too. Madison's been stashed on somebody's bench for a couple weeks now. Yeah, we <laughs> so. laughed at him, but I mean, so the guy in ninth place, Kyle, one of our buddies, he stashed Al, um, Madison uh, on his bench for like four weeks now, and he doesn't own Cook. He just stashed him, hoping he was going to get hurt and he could play him. And yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> one week he, too late. <laughs> no, it's not even one week too late. He's been knocked out for two weeks, but it's just it doesn't. It's just funny because. It screws all six teams in the playoffs. Yeah, but he he must have a little smile on his face, knowing that you know everybody's like, "What's up?" He has him on his bench. Well, we've been preaching that you got to keep making moves and and setting your lineup and doing all that and stuff. Handcuffs. Even if you're yeah, in handcuffs, grabby handcuffs. So this will be a perfect up, a perfect example of that where he might get screwed because that because. After that, I mean, his next best running back, if he doesn't play, is um, David Montgomery. And, and Bo Scarborough. Yeah, Bo Scarborough. I mean, so he doesn't have great options there. Um, and then for tight end, he's going to play probably Rudolph. Or Jimmy if, Graham. Or Jimmy Graham. I, I think I would play Rudolph there, but that's that's yeah. me. Um, he, got, he got a little more touch, touchdown upside, I think. He scored a touchdown each of the last three weeks. Right, so I think you got to go there. Um, and then four f- weeks, by the way, sorry. Four, four weeks, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then in his flex, he's either going to go Tyrell Williams, um, Robbie Anderson, who's been playing well again, and then... Or any of the guys we just mentioned. Or any of the guys like we just mentioned, yeah. Montgomery, uh, Scarborough... Yeah, or maybe he goes two tight ends, but I doubt that. Why would you start Jimmy Graham in your flex? This I don't know. People have made crazy moves this year. This is not 2009. People have definitely made crazier moves this year. Um, so who knows? Um, but, I mean, he's got New York. The Jets defense, I have a feeling he's going to – Oh, no, actually, he's got Sam Fran on his on his bench. So he'll end up probably starting Sam Fran this no, week. He'll, he'll go with the Jets against Miami. You think so? Over Because who are they? Sam Fran is New Orleans next week. Oh, so maybe, or maybe he picks up a uh, pick somebody else up in that yeah, place. But I, if I you're don't. gonna stream somebody, it's gonna be somebody against the Dolphins. Yeah, but the Jets just haven't been playing well, and the Dolphins have been playing much better lately. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't even know if I would play that matchup. That's not. I don't think that's gonna be a best matchup. I'm sure there's a better matchups that you could pick up at this point. Um, but I mean, on the flip side, on my team, I I mean. I got Matt Ryan going this week, and then my standard lineup with Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, uh, and my one, two, three for wide, re- wide receivers, Tariq Hill in my flex. Um, and then I got to play Barkley, and I got to play Bell in my RB1, RB2 spots with Hunter. You don't have any other options. No. Even, even no matter how bad they've been. They, I, I mean, you're, my you're, bench you're, is Carlos Hyde, Tony Michelle uh, for, for running back, so I, I have to play the two of them. I got Hunter Henry. Um, I, I, I think I have to play him there. The yeah, I'm not. Moves. I don't think I'm making any moves there, and nothing else really makes sense. I mean, I got Sterling Shepard, Brandon Cooks, Greg Olson on my bench too, um, but none of those guys are going to come play up over them. I got New England's defense, Zane Gonzalez. So I think I got a. 
I got a favorable matchup against him, I think, especially with Cooks out. So I think I'm gonna I can get through week one. But the way my team's been underperforming the last few weeks, who the hell knows? Why are you still holding on to Josh Gordon? I don't know. I held on to him. See, maybe if he needed another week to get healthy or get integrated, not healthy, get integrated into the uh, into the offense. And obviously, he just isn't gonna get there this year. Um, so. He may he'll end up getting cut this week. I don't know what for yet. We'll see. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's an empty bench spot. Yeah, I mean he he could just be a rotating. Yeah, but but it looks like I got a good matchup. I think I can get a win in this week. Stay stay in the hunt. Especially if Dalvin cooks out. Yeah, Dalvin cooks out. If, I, if cooks out, I'm pretty much uh, we're locking that in as a W. Um, I have a locked in W with my bye week. Yep. Because if he doesn't start Cook, he's looking like he's projected like 150 or projected 168. Again, those projections are shit, but, um, you know, it's. He. Cook is good. Cook is. Cook and Henry and Michael Thomas have carried him. He doesn't have a quarterback. He doesn't have any wide receiver threes for the most part. His no, flex plays really. are ba- bad. His tight ends are bad. He's, and then he keeps making the wrong decision on who to uh, start as a defense because he has San Fran, but he keeps picking up streamers in weird matchups. And But, you know, he has a solid team. It's just this this Dalvin Cook. Th- this could be a real problem. Yeah. Is gonna is going to seal some real bad fate. It looks like it. But... <laughs> So he, I got here's a good one for you. So out of the six teams here um, that look like they're gonna make it in, what team scares you the most outside of the two of us? Um, that's a good one. Let's yeah. see. For me, I think it is. Dane um, has Dane has Elliot Chubb Eckler, and we talked about this right beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised Nick Chubb is leading the NFL in rushing. Yeah, yeah. That's R- a big yards deal. Wise, yard wise. Yeah, r- yards wise. Because, you know, nobody's touching the points that McCaffrey's putting up. He's putting up quarterback numbers. But no. uh, Chubb, Elliott, Eckler, he has Terry McLaurin um, as a f- uh, as one of his wideouts, Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry, Aaron Rodgers, Mark Andrews. Uh, Cleveland's defense. He's pretty solid. Um, Jason. I think Jason's the one that scares me the most. With Watson, Goodwin, Edelman, Chark. So he has He's those, got Parker. He has those guys <laughs> who are up or down. You know, he has Ertz. He has Deshaun Watson, Devontae Parker. He doesn't, you know, he's probably going to slide. I think he's going to put White in. White in his Looks his like White's going to start becoming viable after last week. He finally decided they want to use him. With him. And it's going to be against Kansas City, so they have to move the ball. Mm-hmm. But so, I think Sony's going to have a solid day against I, I Kansas think City. can't stop the run. I think they realized this week that they needed to get White back involved. Yeah, but Kansas City can't stop the run. And and Isaiah Wynn has really changed that offense since he came back. It's very possible. Um, but either way, he's got Jamal Williams in Indy, so if Mac doesn't come back, he's still a solid option there. Yeah. He ran well. It's Tampa, though, remember. Oh, you tried. That's right. So maybe not. Yeah, so maybe not Williams. But I mean, Godwin, he's got, Edelman, Char- Char- he's still got some de- decent options there. It's going to be a tough week for Chark in, in LA. But you know, I, I'm not playing you until the championship. If we play, yeah, I'm not playing Bully until the championship. Until, unless, and you know, because in the See, quote Bully's, unquote Eastern Conference Finals, you, you, his we, team isn't that, that team solid. doesn't scare me at all. No, Jones has been terrible. Gurley's up and down. Diggs has been in and out. You know, Lockett is Lockett's Lockett a ghost. disappeared after that injury. He's, yeah, he's not a involved. Ghost. John Brown's been solid. 
Um, Joe Mixon's back. He has Geis, Curtis Samuel, Jameis Winston, and Drew Brees. He's solid. He's been streaming a defense all year. Yeah. He's he's solid, but he doesn't scare me. No, he doesn't scare me at all. I don't think he makes it to me. No, I think, I think he goes – well, he's going to get the bye. Yeah, and then he's going to lose get, to Jason. Yeah, I think that's how that's going to play out. Um, so, it's it, – to me, it's it's Jason. Yeah, um, I think Jason's I, – I think, I think he's the one that scares me because Godwin could go for 50. Yeah. Any week. And what's funny Edelman's is Jason was for, literally in the last three weeks went from, I think, seventh or eighth place and yeah. jumped up into fourth now. Yeah, and he's locked in at four. And we talked, and I mean, he we, he made those big trades, and I, I think I said it last week when he beat me that I had given him half my team. Think about that. Yeah. Think about half the guys that I gave him. You're backhanded deals. Yeah. You're going to do. He's won all the trades I've given him so far. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah, he has. But what are you going to do? That's part of the game. Um, so, I mean, let's jump into this while we while we go, while we go from here. Um, you want to talk about Weaver Wire ads? Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked already about... We should have a graphic here. <laughs> why, 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 why? We're going to break. And <laughs> um, but I think we already talked a little bit about uh, Dalvin Cook getting hurt. So, I think... Yeah, just jump right in. You got to add him. I think no matter, he's no matter the number one waiver wire claim, all no those matter useless what. useless people on your bench. Cut them, go cut get them. Grab the top. Wa- you you got to go get guys like that. Yeah, you so have to. If you're, if you're starting guys like I don't know, uh, James White and stuff like that, yeah, you're great. But if if you got, if you're like you and you're holding on to Josh Gordon, yeah, it's no time reason. to go out there and start grabbing um, all the handcuffs, even if they're not yours. Yeah. Because something could happen. Anybody can get You know, because this will be a good example of it. If, and like if we Tony said, Pollard's out there, you stash it, you yep. pick him up just in case there's Zeke. Zeke gets hurt. He gets, gets hurt. And, 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 and a little bit of extra juice Latavius going Latavius Murray, in. if yeah. he's out there, Murray. you got to pick him up. Absolutely. Because you, you know who you're starting to sit in pretty much at this point. Yeah. There's no more bye weeks. No. So if you so have a normal bench. Stashing guys doesn't it no. doesn't make any sense. If you haven't been able to trust them all year, cut them. Yeah. So I think the next guy we got to talk about is uh, Rashad Penny with this game. While we're look, talking about this he's game, too. He's a going forward. I think he is, too. Um, it looks like he's going to be... Just as involved as Carson is at this point, he's catching a lot of balls. But it's it's getting, that, that that offense is going to feed two of them. No, absolutely. I think it is for sure. It's just gonna, it's lowering the ceiling of Carson mm-hmm. because Carson was the every down back. Yeah, they would throw him the ball, they were handing it to him, goal line work. And this, so and this is the Penny's thing that was to take a lot of that. It's it's a lot more than just a change of pace. Yeah, and I think this is the thing that everybody was a little scared about with Carson coming into the year is that people thought Penny was going to be a lot more involved. Yeah, um, and people thought it was his you know his health coming forward, but. He can't hold the ball. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. He's fumbled. Because Penny wasn't involved at all till. I mean... He fumbled the ball. He just fumbled after fumble after fumble. So, I think that's... The two of them, probably, if they're there, I think they're your two top waiver claims. Um... Do we want to jump into John Ross? That's an yeah, interesting one interesting you pointed out. Because at the beginning of the year, he got he really had, hot with with Andy Dalton. He was scoring lights out. Yeah, hundred yard games, two yeah. touchdown games, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's just a hot week. Oh, two hot weeks. So wait, three hot weeks." And, and it then, just kept going. And then all you know, it even turned into a week with Finley, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But he's coming back this week. He practiced. He's he's like ninety percent likely to play this week. No, has <laughs> he totally been brought back off IR? 
Uh, he's been practicing. He's scheduled he's... to. They don't have to make a decision until like Friday. Okay. So, so that's just somebody we should keep an eye on. They don't. They they're not going to until Friday, regardless, because sure. if something happens. That means they have to cut somebody if he yeah, has a right, setback right, right. on Thursday. Right. But that's somebody to keep an eye on, maybe. If you're, if you're looking for a boom or bust yep. flex play, or you know, that it could be an interesting juice. one. Because, yep. again, A.J. Green is not coming back. No, 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 he's done. Cut him. <laughs> Please cut him. Um, how about Jack Doyle? I start mean, him. Really, start him. Start him. Okay. Jacoby Brissett is in that offense where it's a lot of seams, ins, curls, mm-hmm. out routes, those those everything it's built for a good yeah. tight end. And he's you know, Doyle rules. <laughs> Doyle rules. Uh you know, he, he he's a solid tight end. Mm-hmm. I kinda wanted the Pats to pick him up this year. That would have been great. Um but like, Brissett has that play style where it really feeds a good tight end. I have a and feeling that he's going to be gone. Ebron gone. Even when Ebron was there, he caught a touchdown like three out of four weeks. And then he had one bad week and everybody said, oh, was, you know, it was just, you know, lucky plays. But Ebron went out and he produced. Right. And I think he's going to going forward. And you're going to keep T.Y. is banged up. Um, I think this kind of makes Doyle the number one option there almost at this point. Yeah, because T.Y. is a, is yeah. a decoy. Yeah, basically. I mean, Pascal's whatever, and I couldn't even tell you who's after that. And in the, in the It doesn't even matter. No. So I think Doyle's must add if you don't, if and, he's available, and, and you can and definitely start him with confidence, I think, this if week. If you're looking for a PPR running back, I think Hines is interesting over there, too. See, I don't agree with that. He's not really catching balls like you think he would. I know, but I think he's interesting. He's one of those daily fantasy guys where you want to. He's going to be cheap. You, th- you know, FanDuel or yeah. DraftKings, throw some cheap yeah. money at. You know, if you're trying to, if you if you if you want to be able to get a guy like McCaffrey, you're running back one spot. Throw throw a little bit of money at him. He, he could be interesting. It he's not startable in a fantasy playoff, but in like a daily fantasy setting, yeah. Yeah, he's, he could be interesting. All right. You can disagree um, with me all you want. Yeah, I don't that, agree with that one. Point. It just doesn't seem like they've been checking down to the running backs at all this year. Um, nobody over there has a ton of catches out of the no. backfield. So, to me, that's a, posi- that's a position I would avoid if that's something you're trying to do there. But Again, daily fantasy. Sure. Um, Cole Beasley. He's been sneakily, quietly been decent this year and even the last two weeks he's been about 20 points sneaky a week good sneaky good <laughs> measly beasley and coming up out of nowhere <laughs> what yeah. do you think about him um you, you get any interest there he's a flex play i think he's a wide flex receiver play. three in a good matchup <laughs> josh <laughs> allen's been really good this year the problem is with him i think buffalo's is that been really good this buffalo's year. been oddly surprisingly good my vote for coach of the year Sean McDermott. I don't think any, they, nobody can really argue with you there. Uh, you know, this, this who else would you go? Like, oh, Mike Tomlin. But no, they have the be- they have the a, best. such a good defense. Yeah. I mean, and then you got guys. Everybody with the good teams. Oh, Sean Payton deserves votes. But no, again, right. you, they, Bill Belichick's never going to win it again. No, but I mean, all these guys are doing the things that they should have been doing with Sean Payton and things like that. Yeah. You know what you're going to get when you have the, him and Drew Brees, and that's so that's. I don't even think that's an argument. But to take Buffalo and go probably yeah. twelve and four. Yeah, it looks like that's where they're headed. Um, but I think Beasley's interesting. He's he's tough to predict because you never really know what kind of week he's gonna have. It's not even him. It's Josh Allen. Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get out of him. I mean, he's been consistent. He has been, but his track record shows you. I don't know what I'm gonna get. Just like Sam Darnold. 
I was I, I was high on Donald going into last week uh, this week, and then you know he came up and laid an egg. He was terrible. See, I don't know how much I can agree with you on that one, to be honest. Um, he's I really do. He's been consistent all I know, year, but his track record is like last year, this year. You know. Yeah, but last year doesn't matter anymore. I know. You look at it this year. He's put up solid numbers. Just the last few weeks, he went. In our this scoring week, method. I'm not even going to give you the points. I'm going to just – he went 231, passing TD, 10 rushes for 43 yards, and another rushing TD. And then the week before, he did 185, two passing TDs, a pick, but then another 50 yards rushing. Yeah, Those are really solid floor, days. His floor is about 30 to 40 yards rushing, Yeah, 200 yards – and he's it's a matter of the touchdown or two every week. So he's yeah. he's been consistent as no, can be. I mean, yeah. But that's the thing is, you know, I, I'm just going off the bat fact that he's a young He's young, but he's, he's young not making a lot of mistakes, I don't think. No. I, I think he's been consistent enough that I mean the last three I'm just going back in the last couple of weeks, he's hasn't had a week. I think almost four or five weeks he hasn't gone gone without two touchdowns. So I, I think you can trust Josh Allen at this point. And I think it's just a matter of who has the hot day, whether it's John Brown or Measley Beasley at this point. Yeah. So I, I think he's worth an ad. Um, the next is Tyler Higby, tight end in, uh, with the Rams. Everett looks like he's going to be out again this week. Um, he had a big day. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of what I was hitting at with Beasley what Jared Goff are you going to get because mm-hmm. there was a game where Jared Goff threw for 500 yards mm-hmm. and then he scored like three points the next, the next week. week yeah and he, he, killed he didn't get benched he played the whole game yeah he killed me I, I started him that I week I did too it was a rough week for that um I kind of agree with you. And really, they've got so many options over there now that you don't really know who's going to have a big week. You went all year with Robert Woods doing nothing, and all of a sudden yeah. he's the main option all of a sudden. 25 catches yeah. and 300 yards in a game. And the, where Cooper Cup was hot all year and now is doing any, nothing. And, and Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks is, back. is back. and Gurley's playing okay. He's yeah. up and down. Gurley had a solid day, uh, day this week, too. Yeah, like 19. Yeah, I mean, he went for just about, a, I think he went for 90 yards and two or three catches for another yeah, whatever. He 19, had over 100 yards, points. I want to say. 19 points. Um, but I, Higby is interesting because he could have another day like this. I just don't trust Goff no, enough to, to start him. To me, this point I'm avoiding season. anybody Unless with they're the, the Cardinals yeah. who just refuse to cover tight yeah, ends. I think that's my my theme for the rest of the years. I'm avoiding all Rams players because yeah. you just never know what you're going to get out of that offense at this uh, point. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, most I people, know. if you have the option not to, I would say stay away from it. Yeah, but if you have a guy like Cup, you're probably going to have to no, start him. No, you're probably going to have to start him. Um, Robert um, Woods, after this week, you're going to trust him this week, you're upcoming. Yeah, it's, it's two weeks in a it's row. It's tough, but again, what what Jared Goff gets out of, the, out of bed on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Um, so, what about James Washington? In I love James Washington. Love him. Love him. That's cold. Um, he is a rookie this year, I believe. I'm I pretty think that's, sure. I think that's true. He has had back to, over the last two weeks. He's averaging 100 yards, four catches, and a touchdown. Yep. That's in a PPR setting. You're talking about 20 points a week. Yeah, he's been close to that. Um, The thing that worries me is now, does Juju come back this week? I don't think it matters. 
You don't think it matters? I think Juju was a result of Ben. Yeah, but my point is, is so I think the last couple of weeks he's benefited with Juju being banged up, yeah. and um. But Juju's done nothing this year. No, but In it's just a, it's just a target share that was kind of what I'm talking trying to hint at here is that if Juju comes back, is he going to have the target share where he's going to have enough volume to get these numbers? I like Washington. Uh, to me, I, like I wouldn't him. trust him if you're in the playoffs and you're you're trying to fight. Oh, yeah, but. <laughs> He, again, he's not a wide receiver one. It's flex play. There's nobody available that's going to come in and make a huge difference. So I, I except think, for Madison, Penny, yeah, Ross could. Doyle is a start. This is the last we're going to talk about Doyle on the yeah, wire. He should be added in everything should, after yeah, this. He's week. like he's going to be owned in over fifty percent of leagues this week, right. and that's going to be our cutoff. Um. So the next one I think is going to be. An uptick for a lot of guys in this is Minshew. The stash. The stash is back. The Minshew. So, to me, I think he might be a decent ad for people that are in two quarterback leagues, things of that sort. I think any, if you're in two quarterback leagues, you have to pick him up. Yeah. Um, he's got a pretty soft playoff schedule for the most part. And good, um, good targets around him. Good targets around him. Three solid wideouts, a good Nets back, solid yeah. offensive line. Yeah. So, I think... And he runs the ball. People that are in tight situations that might be starting a guy like um, like Goff or something of that like that. Yeah. Um, I think you could pick him up and you can you can start him right back up and keep the Minshew magic going. Yeah, and and this might this is the type of year where you got to kind of play games with the wire too. Yeah. If you see that you're playing against somebody who's been streaming X position, whether yeah. it's quarterback, tight end, pick him up and play kicker, the block. Pick him up. Stop everybody else from being able to grab him. Yeah. If again you don't need, there's no more bye weeks. Yeah. Pick up your handcuffs that you need and then play games. I've done it before where I picked up the. I if if you have New England's defense, what what stops you from picking up the number one stream defense this Absolutely week? Absolutely nothing. Just, and just not allowing the guy that you're playing to pick up a good defense. Yeah. That might be what I'd be doing if this week to get rid of Josh Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you might as well. Um, but you know, let me know what you're gonna do, and I'm gonna block that for you too. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, um, I mean, Minshew is the type of guy where you might add, you're never going to play him, but you're not going to allow anybody else to. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good point there. A lot of people don't think about that, and I think that's a good idea to, like, like we said before, there's no reason to carry these guys if you're never going to play them. Yeah. Um, so next one is Darwin Thompson and uh I like him. Chief. Shady as, Shady's a shell of himself. Yep. Even though it's Andy Reid's system and he's very faithful to his old guys. Um, both Williams are banged up now. He ha- every time he plays, he's productive. Yep. I don't think it really matters who's the Kansas City's running back, whoever it is. As long as they don't get hurt, you can fire him up. I just don't tr- don't trust Shady. He's probably gonna go for ten this week, sh- being Shady. <laughs> just because we're just saying because I'm saying that, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're gonna go against you know the Walrus is just gonna make whatever decision he wants and just goes with whatever he feels is the hot hand. Yeah, I think um, any any Chiefs running back at this point, you can I know like you said, you can fire him up. Um, everybody's gonna play the pass so hard that they're gonna get lanes. They're that's gonna what happens with them. They're gonna go six yards, catch a couple, two, three passes, and flirt with a ten point day. Um, yeah, and you get lucky, you get a touchdown, and and kind of like I said, good solid flex play if yep. you if you're desperate. Um, so this is the one I think is the most interesting out of the out of these three uh, running backs is if Geis is available in your league, would you touch him? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you would absolutely. 
So I think he's kind of a lightning in the bottle kind of thing. He had what ten touches this week. Yeah, he had a massive week, but there's no volume. He averaged like twelve yards a carry. Right. Um. To me, Chris Thompson is back. Chris Thompson. Yes, I know. And AP's there. So to me, I I think it's gonna be whoever's hot at that moment and. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to play him, so I don't think I would ever touch him. But it's a volume thing for me at this point. If if you guys aren't getting enough touches and you're not getting enough, um, getting the snap count, it's just not worth touching the guys. It's just a scary thing for me at this point. The interesting thing is, it's because they played against Carolina, and I said this was it last week or the Thanksgiving special where we did when I said. You, you had to play a Washington running back this upcoming week, this this past week. Yep. Because Carolina cannot stop the run. Right. They, they've shown it all season long, and then AP in a PPR PPR format goes for sixteen. Mm-hmm. Guys goes for twenty eight. Yep. And then they didn't even need to throw the ball to Thompson, who they eased into it and only had four points. Sure. But right there, I mean, that's 47 points PPR yeah. to the running backs. So, and they've been leaky all season long against the run. They have another really plus matchup this week against Green Bay. And then it gets re- a little bit more difficult against See, Philly. I, I don't think that's really a plus. I get they've on paper the- it's it's a good matchup, but I think that they're going to play from behind all all game, and it's just not going to be his game. The script's yeah, just not going to be there. That's why I think it's going to be more Geis and Thompson than AP. So it's going to lean a little bit more towards the skilled guys, and Geis has shown the skill to be able to come out of the backfield. Sure, sure. <clears throat> He's not Chris Thompson. I'm never going to say that. But with him still being eased back, I don't think he's going to – play 50 snaps being Chris Thompson. Okay. Um, so the last one of our wire ads is Moster. Would you touch him? Moster. Let's see. Um, I, I If you want to, especially if you have Tevin Coleman, yes. But that offense is going to be the hot hand, and there's always going to be two relevant running backs. That's the Kyle Shanahan system. That's what he does. So now here's the interesting part. Looks like Breed is going to be back next week. Yes. But Tevin Coleman was in and out most of the day this right. week. But it, I don't think it was anything serious that Coleman was dealing with. I think he with. tweaked an ankle. I don't think it was as serious as I mean, he's, Breed is. But. He's not even really uh, – he's not on any injury report or anything right. of that sort right now. So I think that – It was more the hot hand. Yeah. So I think that this week it goes back to the normal backfield with Breida back and it'll be a Coleman Breida backfield and Mostert gets left behind he's not a startable player no I, I, I think he's somebody if one of them misses a game then yeah 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 you you, sh- you could play him if you're desperate if you're real desperate if you're desperate there's probably four four running backs on this list I'd play over him yeah Thompson um Penny Madison if Cook's out. Mm-hmm. So he's probably number four. And if you're talking flex guys, I'd start Ross over him. I'd start James Washington over him. So, I mean... For me, I, I would touch everybody on this list besides him. Pause. Who would you play... Who wouldn't... Who would you play most over? This week, would you feel comfortable with with the thought that Breida is coming back and Coleman's still potentially available? You would play somebody in this... You would play him over somebody in this... No, 
Uh, you can't. No. He's the worst option there. Yeah, he is. And he's probably going to be the highest trend because he's... He scored the most. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really do think. That's... you got to avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So, that's pre- that was the last one, right? Yeah, that's that's all we got for this week. I think you, you just... I, I think it's going to be a big week for running backs. Um, you definitely got to pay attention to the Cooks situation because if he's gone, Madison's could win you league. Snaggy handcuffs now. Yeah, snaggy handcuffs. Um... That's that very well could win you a league this year. Yeah. So an interesting thing I brought up this week was now that we're so far along this season, a boom and bust lineup. Yeah, so it's an who's interesting. Who's been a bust? Who's been a the guys who you know took over or could win you a league? And then who's the guys that are the reason why you're you're watching everybody else win money this year? Right. So you so let's go over your. You want me to go boom first? Boom, your boom lineup. Okay. So what we're gonna do is quarterback, two, two wide, wide receivers, outs, two, two running backs, backs, a tight end, and then a defense. Right. We're gonna skip kicker because kickers are up and down every week, and, and it's hard been, to. They, they all have been terrible. This yeah. Year. Um. So let's just jump into that. Um. So for me, I had to pick some guys that weren't obvious. Um. For my quarterback actually was Josh Allen. That was my okay. my boom this year. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting him to be as consistent as he was. Um, I, I kind of looked at him coming in this year as just kind of a running threat, and I thought Buffalo was just going to be mediocre and whatever. Um, the next boom, the boom, my first boom for wide receiver, I think was Cooper Cup. Okay. Um, I think coming in, I thought um, you still. Cooks was obviously going to be a viable option. He was going to be the the lead guy like he has been the last couple of years. Um, and Cup, Cup was going to be a nice accent. Um, he was going to have hot and cold weeks, but for him to be to come out as hot as he did to start the year, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, my next was Allen Robinson. Okay. If anybody that knows me knows that I absolutely despise Trubisky um, so I had no faith in that offense and for the most part I was right besides Allen Robinson he's been consistent as all hell and he's just been super I feel so bad for him yeah I can only imagine what he would be if he to Mitchell Trubisky I think the best quarterback he's ever had was Chad Henney Wow, that's a scary thought. Chad Henney is, and he's, I'm pretty sure he went undrafted. Yeah. He was just this big, tall speed guy, but then he turned and he, mm-hmm. he, he developed a route tree. Yeah. He, he started catching the ball better. Yeah. And now, I mean, he's one of my favorite wideouts in football altogether. I'm sure. Out of everybody. Yeah. I would die for him to be on the Patriots. That would be a nice addition. Yeah. I can't argue that. But he surprised me big time this year. I mean, he's really the only real option there. So that's he's benefiting from that um, because Trubisky can't go through his progression. So it's him or nothing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are my two wide receivers. My top running back that I was really surprised with was Fournette. Last year, he kind of looked like he was just kind of stuck in the mud all year. I thought he was going to be a very low-end RB1. Um, he's never really caught a ton of balls till this year. So I thought he was going to be middle of the pack. So, so nothing nothing really great, nothing really special. Um, just a low RB1, RB2 guy. And he's RB1. been high-end RB1, catching a ton of balls. Um, we were talking about this earlier, and I think... 
if we if I had to rank running backs this year consistent wise, I think probably we said three, three or four. I mean, it's probably three behind. Um, we'll get into that later. Well, all right. I mean, we're, we're here take, now. You're gonna take we're here my now. thunder about mine. There's, there's no thunder. It's uh, the top two running backs are clearly CMC and Dalvin Cook at this yeah. point, and I think yeah, he's so the he's third back of this. Three, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, right. I don't think you can really argue that. Mm-hmm. Um, my second RB would be Eckler. Eckler, really, I didn't think was going to be there. people. Yeah. I mean, people grabbed him late thinking that he was kind of going to be – they were going to split with um, – Jesus. Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. And we thought he was just going to be like a PPR kind of guy. A Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson, basically. Because yeah, um, they were high on Jackson last yeah. year. In the fantasy playoffs last year, I got burned because I uh, – Melvin Gordon was out in the fantasy playoffs last year. Okay. Missed the game. And I started Eckler and ended up being Jackson all day. Yeah. So I, I don't think anybody saw him being that. I think he's, by fantasy points right now, I think he's top three. He might be the number he's number two in ca- uh, catches behind McCaffrey. Right. He's caught like 68 passes. But I think he's got a ridiculous amount of touchdowns, which is putting him. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a top there. 10 running back yeah. right now. He, um, so. He surprised the living daylights out of me. I never thought that out of him. Um, and he's he, even with people coming with um, Gordon coming back, he's still been right there and he's still been consistent. I think he's only had one or two down weeks with Gordon back. Mm-hmm. So he's been a massive boom for me. Yeah. Um, for tight end, I said Andrews. I don't think I saw it. I, I think a lot of people were high on him, but for me, I was really down on that whole offense. I was definitely hating on Lamar coming in this year. I just didn't think he was going to develop like he did. Um, we'll see if it continues. That, yeah, that's still to be seen. But at this point, you can't really deny it. Andrews has been a stud. He's catching a ton of touchdowns. He's Jackson's favorite option, and... I mean, he doesn't have a ton of... He really uh, plays like 56% of the snaps, too, yeah. which is unbelievable. It, they don't have a single... Their top two options are him and Hollywood Brown, and neither of them play 60% of the snaps. Yeah. And the other thing I think is interesting... Lincoln that, plays the most. Sure. What I thought was interesting is that um, if you look at his, his catches, he's, uh, I want to say, almost 20 catches behind all the guys around him in the top five. Mm-hmm. I think he's flirting around... T- probably high 40s, low 50s, where you got Kelsey and Ertz and those guys already in the 70s and in that range. Yeah. Um, And I think that's a big difference. So for him to have that many points shows how many touchdowns he's really caught. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Um, And then for defense, I mean, it's easy to say now, but Pittsburgh – Mm-hmm. I didn't see them coming out as like strong. The stats as, I shared before. Yeah, those stats blow my mind, and that's kind of been the big difference. And I, I don't know what Bosa has been that big of an addition for them. Um, Fitzpatrick coming over after Ben got hurt that made a big difference. And I know you say it's a lot of luck, but if it's Minka luck Fitzpatrick every year. wins Defensive Player of the Year, I'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> because he. If you want, he has like four fumble recoveries. Three of them, he's just standing there, yep. and the ball rolls to him. And I know you're gonna make a, a case from um, for Gilmore. There's no case, but he's run, he ran away with it three weeks ago. Yeah, and I'm not gonna disagree with you, but at the same time. Um, the first couple, the first four weeks, how many times do you see passes get tipped up and McCordy come falling underneath them? That's and, not Gilmore. Gilmore tipped it. <laughs> Gilmore mm. very well could have tipped it, but that all goes into that because 
that's it, it, it's a defensive game. It's not a it's not an well, individual the, game. The thing that's gonna hurt Fitzpatrick, and I hope it does, is <laughs> the fact that he was in Miami and was doing and nothing. They were terrible. Yeah, and he played terrible. Yeah, he benefited from being on a good defense yeah, and absolutely. getting lucky bounces. Yeah, McCourty's first year. When he was a rookie, yep, he had like six picks or seven picks, and a lot of them were tip passes. Deron Harmon gets a lot of those too, where he just the ball just lands in his hands. Like you know, it happens a lot. Where you, you know, guys like you know Charles Woodson, Daryl Revis, those top corners, it just never happened to them as much as certain other guys that you end up leading the league. But Gilmore has to win that up. That's very possible. Um, so. I, we won't spend as much time on the bust. Um, I'll just run through those quick. Um, for me, they were my biggest bust at quarterback was Carson Wentz. I, I expected big things out of him, and he just hasn't been what I thought he'd be. Um, OBJ coming into this, the, the Browns were gonna be mm-hmm. the greatest team ever again, and he's really been underwhelming and just blah. Um, him and Baker never really connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the one that's going to get a lot of controversy from my point. Julio. Okay. Again, no touchdowns. He's just barely in the top 10, I think, if I had to guess. He has 65 catches, 950 yards, and four touchdowns. He's a, he's pretty he's a thousand yards, sixty five catches, four touchdowns. Yeah. he struggled with touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. He for some reason Matt Ryan does. What happens is I think he gets double covered in the end zone. They know he's the red zone threat, so they just always double. Yeah, it has to be again. We're in, we're in New England, so we don't get to we watch get as to, many no. Atlanta games as we want. But, but if you look at the numbers, um, <laughs> position like rank wise, let's say he's at ten, and you draft him at fourteen. Right, but you say he's at ten. Calvin Ridley's two places below him. Yeah. Um, and you can get Ridley. You people got Ridley in the fifth, sixth round. So to me, that's you're not getting your value out of a first round, early second round pick. It's just not. That that's what makes him a bust to me. Okay. Um. Biggest running back bust this year. I think everybody's consistent with Mixon. Um, he came off such a strong year last year, and. Up until now, he's done nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, whether it was because of bad line play or they just weren't giving him the ball, uh, whatever excuse you want to make, it, it, he was atrocious at the beginning of the year. Um, so there's that. And then you got Barkley, who I, I think is a lot to do with being injury prone. Um, well, had an injury. Well, had the injury, and, and he's and I don't think he's really hundred percent. Um, but, and this was something that I was worried about with him, is that he was always the guy that would go 15 for 30, and then that 16th carry he takes for 70 yards. What Fournette was doing all last year. Right. And that's kind of what he is. And if he doesn't have that big play, he's just not there. And now that he's he's a little it's banged the up. offense around him. That too. But, I mean, there was no offense last year. Yep. So, I can't really say that that's any... That makes that much of a difference, but he was always reliant on that big play, and those big plays haven't been there this year, and that's what's killing him. And then this guy, oh, oh, (laughs) my 
Biggest bust to tight end this year, O.J. Howard. Yeah, it's not even a controversy. No. Fuck him. I don't, even, I don't, I don't think <laughs> there's anybody else we can argue at tight end. No. I'm not even going to bother because we all know O.J. Howard was the biggest bust in fantasy football. Everyone looked at him as he was going to be that guy, the fourth. Cameron Brate's been better than him. Yeah, I mean. His backup. Yeah, it, it's been... I can't stand him. I drafted him, and I had high hopes for him, and I was like, yeah, we stole him. I got him in, like, the sixth or seventh round, and I rode him for weeks, and it just being stubborn, and it mm-hmm. just killed me. Um, and then for the defense, I think the other biggest bust there is Cleveland's defense. Okay. Um, they had... All these additions on this defensive line and all this stuff, and they got that rookie corner that came in, and they made all these moves, and Sheldon Richardson, etc. Yeah. Et so yeah, no, and they they should have kept Jamie Collins because I think that's the piece they're missing. You think so? Because Schober is a hell of a line. Yeah, no, he's great. They have you know Denzel Ward is mm-hmm. is showing a lot he's, of promise. Yep. Their talent again. The Browns are the most talented team yeah. that can't do anything. It's it's Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. He's not the coach there. No, I, they got to get somebody in there who knows football better than Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there. So I'm gonna run through mine really quick. Um, well, why don't you start with your booms? Let's start there. Keep. So it, it's too easy to say Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but we're, we're just pretty much skipping Lamar. Mine, my boom quarterback is Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's the number two ranked quarterback in football Mm -hmm. as far as fantasy points are concerned. It's not just throwing the ball up to Amari Cooper. He's hitting you know Jarwin and Witten. Everybody over there is a viable option. Zeke, he's just he's spreading the ball around. He's Mm -hmm. running the ball well. He hasn't thrown many picks. They're struggling as a team, but he's producing fantasy wise. Right. And again, I talked about this earlier. I may just start him for a year over. I think that's a good move. Mahomes. Yeah, you want me to lose, so I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> I don't, I don't listen to you for fantasy <laughs> advice if we're in the same league. Let's anymore. see how that plays out. Um, boom. In somebody who I thought was interesting, who you could throw in there, hmm. Kyle Allen has been very good in Carolina. Yeah, but I don't know he if you started can throw well him in that plate because yeah, no one thought not, he was going to play. He's not a top five quarterback, but no. he's been very good. That was just a little tidbit. Sure. My boom running back, Derrick Henry. Okay. Derrick yeah. I was very high on him going into the season. I was very, I, I, very high on him going into the season. I slept on him, and I think it was a little bit him. of bias because I had him last year, and he killed me all year till the playoffs. I drafted him. I, so the key to fantasy football, guys, is... Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Go back. That's the key. No, wait. Go <laughs> listen back. to our podcast. So in that two is the years, key. In two years, listen to who Tyler was high on that didn't produce. Oh, because two years year, later? And the year he doesn't draft them, they're fantastic. <laughs> happens every year. This year it was it, Derek it, Henry it, and Dalvin, D- Cook. Dalvin Cook. And so literally, it's he's like, his information is like the Tampa Bay Rays. The problem the, the is I'm, I'm a year ahead of everybody. I'm a year ahead of everybody. I see the trend before I see yes. the potential. See, that's the difference between you and me. I see it, I see it in the now and future. Now. <laughs> You'd be a great I'm dynasty, dynasty guy. I guess what I got to do. But I got to get in that. Henry's been fantastic. Yeah. He's averaging like 28 a week in a PPR league. He's been great. Yeah. No arguments uh, there. Number two, Josh Jacobs. See, I don't know if I consider him a boom either. He's a, he had such high expectations coming in. He's People exceeded are, him to me. Really? You think so? He was drafted like, the, just look at his ADP. He was average drafted in like, what, the 
fifth, sixth, seventh round. Yeah, that's that where most range. RB2s were going, though. But he's a, he's a low-end RB1, maybe some people's RB1s. He's run for 1,000 yeah. yards, eight, eight touchdowns. He's catching the ball. He's not leaving the field. I don't want to say he's catching a ton of balls he, over but there. But he's, he's doing enough where, yeah, he, no, he's not McCaffrey or Eckler, mm. but he's he's caught about 35 passes, 30 passes. You know, three a game, that's three points right there yeah, in a no. PPR yeah. setting. Yeah. So I think he's been, between him and Eckler was my tie there. Sure. At wide receiver, DJ Moore. Yeah. I can't argue that. He's, he's been, been outstanding. He's been, in my, my mind, like a top seven or eight wide out this year. I think the numbers support it, too. Yeah. yeah I don't even think I have to explain it anymore. Um, number two is DJ Chark. See, I, I don't think he, I agree. He's been a huge boom, but I don't think anybody just came because in because you're on this list doesn't mean you're the top wide out though. No, absolutely not. But he, I think he was. He's tough to say as a boom because no one even knew who he was. That's a boom. <laughs> yeah, that's what a boom is. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess so. He came out of nowhere and, and, and just exploded on the scene. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then at tight end, I think it's too. Uh, you said Andrews. I think it's too easy to say Darren Waller. Yeah. Because he's another one like Chark that no one really saw coming. No, it, he's more like Lamar Jackson, where he, he he's like the the second ranked tight end this year, or, th- or second or third, and he was undrafted in like ninety five percent of leagues. Oh, absolutely. My mine is Austin Hooper. Hooper, yeah. He's up until he got hurt, he was. He was on track to be the number one tight end in football. Yeah. He was catching passes. He was catch- he had the yardage. And he, then as far as the touchdowns, yeah. he was there. As far as defenses, I was going to go with Pitt. Uh, New England is it's it's either New England or Pittsburgh. Sure. They just it's they're, they're unbelievable. Yeah. You have New England. I have Pittsburgh. It just shows you know, yeah. why we're in first and second place. My bust lineup. Um, Quarterback. <laughs> what, again, so what we did was we took injuries out of it. So guys like, you know, a tight end, you, you, David and Joker didn't count because he right. got hurt. And if you were missing more than three, four games. It, yeah, we, we cut it, it, we it at three. Kinda, if, you, yeah. if you missed more than three games, we didn't include you in this. Um, <laughs> so we, you we, can we, go we with go. one of any four of these. Uh, you went with Carson went Wentz. Wentz. He was on my list. I'm going with Baker Mayfield. Baker. Yeah, he's the sober Johnny Manziel. The sober. We, we shared on Instagram. Yeah. So what I think interesting with, here is now that's three players from Cleveland that's been a bust this year. Yep. Yeah. Because um, the expectations were so high. Yeah. You know, Landry's the only one that I you – know, and Chubb has been very good. And, yeah. and, and then Hunt came on the scene when he came off his eight-game suspension. But Baker's been terrible. Mm-hmm. For most of the year, so I think um, that's something to watch to see if they do end up firing Kitchens. Well, you were high on them this year, right? So they're going to be good next year. Yeah, exactly. You're not draft exactly. Them. So there you go. There's your sneak peek for next year. Yeah. So draft Baker at one, <laughs> just like the Browns did. Yep. And then when you come back around, you take Chubb and you take Odell, and you can go the Wilson route. There you and go. Because he's a a buddy of ours is a huge Houston Texans fan in another league we're in, and he one year he drafted all the Houston Texans, um, and then got carried by. Deshaun Watson and, and Hopkins. Hopkins. Um, y- y- you can make an argument for Goff and Rivers too. 
Yeah. They've been terrible. Goff's been really bad. Rivers has been on a decline for the last few years, I think. Um, So he doesn't surprise me as much. But Goff, I mean, at the end of last year, he was right there in the top five quarterback, too, for fantasy purposes. And obviously he's fallen way off. I don't know what happened over that. I think it's the run game. The lack of a run game is just not there. Uh, Running back, you touched on Mixon and Barkley. I had them both there. Ooh, we agree for some on once. Yeah, but I'm actually gonna over Mixon. I'm actually gonna go with Sony Michelle. He had a lot of high expectations. See, I didn't have those expectations. A lot of people knew. did though. And that's they, the they were I'm false expectations of... though, because you 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 had to go into this knowing that it was gonna three gonna be a three man backfield. Burkhead wasn't gonna disappear, and James White sure he as hell. Yeah, but he still he still comes in, gets five touches, and and breaks Michelle's rhythm of the game. So it, it's always gonna be a problem, and he he'll come in catch that's two passes. Running back, though. Exactly. Don't trust him. No, you, you just can't go in. Anybody that's trusting a New England running back to do. As more than a bye week guy, it's going to hurt you. Because James Wade just showed it to you. Last week he went for one. This week he goes for 38. Right. Um, that That's just why you don't trust them. But at wide out, it's too easy to say Antonio Brown. Yeah, he, he doesn't count. People drafted him in the third round, and he just he played one game. People were drafting him in the first round. What do you mean? No. It, I, saw he had an 80, I saw him with an ADP of 28. Okay. So, um, AB is too easy. My number one is Juju. That's tough to say because, yeah, he's a bust, but it's not totally his fault on that point without because without having Ben. Okay. But what about DJ Moore? He has Kyle Allen instead of no, Cam. Yeah, but I mean, what about Sutton? He's he's on what quarterback now? Yeah, but I mean, and Sutton's been hit or miss now. Yeah, but he's been a lot more productive than Juju. Yeah. Juju has put up less points than James Washington. No, yeah, no, you're right. Year. So, yeah, he's a bust. Number one bust. And I, you draft him in the, the top of the second round. Yeah. Um, And then... We agreed at O.J. Howard. No, uh, but at my other wide receiver spot, I'm going with Odell. Oh, I agree with there, you there, too. Um, did you know that Taysom Hill... The backup quarterback for New Orleans okay. has caught two more touchdown passes than Odell Beckham this year. Wow. Taysom Hill has caught four touchdowns. Now, that's a crazy stat for And you. Odell has caught two. <sighs> that hurts. Doubles them. That hurts. The yardage isn't there. No, obviously touchdowns. not. But... The points that matter. That's mm-hmm. seven points instead of one. Yeah. Um, so, Taysom Hill has doubled his touchdown production. We agreed to O.J. Howard at te- uh tight end and then a defense I couldn't choose between Houston's defense and Chicago's you thought Houston was going to be a great defense this year but they've just been so bad yeah if you go off of their at the same time they traded Clowney Watt gets hurt but no you have to take with defenses you have to take injuries into concern but you know if you drafted a team that had J.J. Watt Mm -hmm. and some solid linebackers a couple corners and stuff like that and they had a solid year last year Chicago was was New England this year Mm mhm they just t- touchdowns every yeah. week sometimes. And Chicago's taking a beating because the offense is so bad, I yeah. think, this year. At least last year, Chicago could, was keeping, was staying on the field and letting them get breaks and things of that sort where they just got no chance at this yeah. point. And a couple honorable mentions, a boom running back, which was Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. 
in Green Bay. I agreed on Allen Robinson. Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he he started off real hot this year. Cortland Sutton. Sutton has been good. Um, and then busts some honorable mentions. James Conner. He had a couple good weeks. He started off terrible. And then once you stopped trusting him, he had two good weeks. And then you started trusting him again, and he went downhill again. That's a, that's a bust to me. He had a couple good weeks in there. And, again, I'm an owner. It's he, tough own because he's weeks. battled injuries all year, too. Yeah. He's had that knee. There was questions if he was going to play. Shoulder. shoulder. shoulder, yeah. No, because at the beginning of the year, I think it was a knee. Yeah, but then he missed a couple weeks with the shoulder. Yeah, and then he missed a couple weeks with the shoulder. So I don't think he's ever really been healthy at all all year this year. Yeah. I think he's been battling stuff since probably week two. Um, Freeman in Atlanta, he, he was kind of a butt. He didn't deserve to be in the Mixon, Barkley, Michelle category, but honorable mention. Deion Lewis. I was. I can't believe he just flat out you doesn't were so play football high on him. No, and I just didn't it's see not it. That I was high on him. It's just the fact that he was a good. He was good in New England. He <laughs> goes to Tennessee. He was arguably the one A over there for quite a bit, and then ever since like week twelve of last year, he just hasn't played football. Well, I think that was part of the reason why they struggled because they wanted to be a run first team, but. They weren't giving it to the guy that could carry that, and they're giving these carries to, to um, to Lewis, and he's just not a guy that's going to pound the ball, and that's what they needed to be to pound the ball, play action, and that's what they're built for. They're not built to dink and dunk and guy catching passes like that. So that's just not who they are. Yeah. So I think that's why you, Deion Lewis is disappearing at this AJ point. AJ Green. Clear bust. Yeah, I mean, you. Sh- anybody that drafted him, they, they took him super late. So yeah, seventh, eighth round. Just hasn't he hasn't played? No. He hasn't played a single snap. And then T.J. Hawkinson. He's probably the the, the next closest thing. Like O.J. Howard would be like at the top of a skyscraper. How many people really and drafted T.J. Hawkinson? But people were high on him. Yeah, but I don't think he was really drafted like that. In I mean, league, every league, league that I starter. I don't know, but every league that I I was I'm, I'm in three leagues this year, and he didn't get drafted in any single one of them. He got drafted in two of mine. Okay. I'm in four. He got drafted in two of mine, and one of them he was somebody's starter. Okay. Um, he just he had such high expectations being a first over, uh, first round pick in an offense where they tried to emulate New England with yeah. Patricia as a as a coach, and then. You know, Gronk being the tight end, kind right, of you know, right, trying, right, to, right. trying no, to they're turn definitely trying to Brady. They're you know, definitely trying to re- recreate that offense, but it's just not. Yeah, Hawkins, he started out, he had a couple, one, a, a bad game, good game, bad game, good game, and then just bad game since. Yeah, um, I just don't use him. And now he just went on IR today. So, you know, it, he just an honorable mention thing. Sure. The interesting thing I want to discuss on yours was Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He's the tenth. He's the tenth rated quarterback this year. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that coming. And a lot of people didn't even draft. He went undrafted yeah. in most leagues. Yeah. Um, Cup. I wouldn't. Ex- boom. I I'd put DJ Moore over him. Allen Robinson. I just love him as a football player. So sure. there's nothing he can do that doesn't impress me. Mm-hmm. He, he's just one of my favorite. Him and Michael Thomas are my two favorite wideouts in football. Yeah. Um, Fournette. He's been good, Andrews. A lot of guys um, we agreed on there. I don't, I don't like putting Julio there. I get it because he was like the eleventh ranked player going in, and yeah. you drafted him like between him ten to, to be, fourteen, yeah. and you expect them to carry you as a wide receiver one, kind of like what um, Godwin's done for most of the year, minus two weeks, and guys like that. Yeah, or like a McCaffrey, but at the wide receiver level. Right. Um, Mixon's been. 
I agree there. Barkley, he's averaging 16 a week, but that's just not good enough when you're drafting no. a number one or number and two people overall. People took him guaranteed between the one top three picks. One or two. Yeah. There's so probably like 5% of leagues where he went You three. were expecting to get 20 to 25 out of him every week and him be battling with McCaffrey right now for, for leading the points of the his year. Average, his ADP was 1.2. Right. So he either went one or two. Yeah. And maybe in like 5% of leagues he went three. Yeah. But... It, it just 16 points just isn't getting it done no. for somebody I drafted at that spot um, absolutely not so I mean it's kind of interesting feel free to reach out to us and let us know what you think about and what you would put if you have any critique on us yeah I mean um, if you if what yours would have been that'd be pretty cool to kind of have a little see, discussion yeah. um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it out there and see what other people think and and we're down to argue anytime you want anytime. I, I, we can I have a good arguing. argument so let us know what you think and uh, like I said I'm sure Julio will be will be controversial and uh, yeah there'll be a couple I'm, guys I, in there maybe that. I'll argue with you using the same account <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, we'll just keep applying we'll, to each other on we'll hyphen account. and we'll sign yeah. it at the bottom yeah, Tyler Tim. <laughs> um, but oh man but yeah I mean it's an interesting thought to see and maybe we'll have to come back in a couple of weeks or maybe um, maybe the week of the Pro Bowl we'll do a redraft um, yeah we'll, get, we'll do something like that and we plan can, was to maybe even live stream it because you know we could do something like that where we, what, we'll, we, what I'm trying to do is get a couple guys from another uh, other podcast to come in and join us. Yep. And then we could do a you know a group a redraft team, a, a kind group of redraft. So it's not just the three of me and you just going back and forth sure. picking for everybody else. And we'll get some different perspectives. Yeah, perspectives, perspectives in there, things like that. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. But it next week, what I think we're going to probably discuss is going to be it's keeper time. We who who. You would keep who you who you know something maybe interesting we could throw in there with um, who you're gonna keep for next year. I know that a lot of people's deadlines are next year, but just something maybe we can touch on really yeah. quickly. Put some info out there. Think about that stuff. Um, it's never too early because it's it's not as easy as just saying all right, I'm gonna keep my son in quarterback and running back because a lot of those leagues you lose the draft pick that you drafted them in. So it may be you know oh, we'll we'll discuss it next. Yeah, week. we'll get into this a little more. But uh, a lot of strategy when it gets to it. Sure. But that's all I got for this week. You got anything? That's it. All right. All right, that's another episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you later.